Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the Friend Zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friends zone. Worst idea of oh, all time is what this is called. It is called the worst idea of all time. Tim. Yeah. I've got to tell you something. Yeah. I've been engaged in a, a back and forth on Instagram. Go on. With an Instagram user. Mm-hmm. And Let me adjust my microphone so I can get comfy because I don't. We don't have the regular setup. Sometimes I wonder: Are we using social media, Tim? Yep, we are. Or is one to know more? We are using social media. Right, don't worry about the second half of that. Okay. Anyway, it's a. This, he's this guy, and he his name's Brian, and he, he's a musician. Hey, Brian. He plays with a band, and they have submitted to us. And I was meant to tell you this before we started recording, but we just started recording. Oh, that's on me. That's my fault, really. No, no, no. It's cool. No, it's my fault. Let's call a spade a spade. I And I actually forwarded it to you, I believe. Is it? Uh, how did you forward an Instagram message? Uh, because I gave... Uh, it, like, I, by co- email? I correspondent started on Instagram. And then I said, hey, man, when you got this track ready, you email it to me. And then he emailed it to me. When did you email me this? Yesterday, day before. This is good content. Very recently. Anyway, I can play it for you and for everyone. No, now. no, no, because I want to do it properly through the desk. It? Okay, well, it's a new friend zone theme, and it fucking slaps. Okay, cool. Uh, see that that fader there? Can you join that one? Yeah, you got it. Crank that up a bit. Um, it's probably going to be too loud. Just keep your finger on it, and let us see if this works. Friend zone in the friend zone. I fucking love it. I love Brian, and I love the Shills. The Shills, that's the band. That was so good. How good is that production value? That's our new theme song. How about it? Well, that's a band. That's a that's a full proper band doing our shit now. Yeah, so check out the Shills, and um, probably on Bandcamp. If I was in a band and I wanted someone to check me out, I would try and send them to Bandcamp. Yeah, same. Um, 
and Ben th- keep, keep running these uh, fee-free days as well, so maybe you'll hit one of those. Absolutely. The Shills are a, a band from Boston, Massachusetts. and uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a popular place. Beantown. So thanks, Why is Brian. Why called Beantown? Because uh, of Dunkin' Donuts and their deep love of Java. It's called Beantown because of donuts. Well... Yeah, it's the donut. Like in America, the relationship between donuts and coffee is just inseparable. The understanding so is you can't. That's so true. We don't have that in New Zealand. Not at all. Donuts They're... and coffee are two separate They're things. Totally different things. Very disparate and discreet. But in America, and always together. There's not even really a donut culture here. There is, but it's very bougie. Is there? Yeah, I reckon. Or it's kind of died. It was here like a year ago, maybe. But there's like you know if. I remember when we got a we got a Krispy Kreme at Auckland Airport. Oh, that's your mass market. And everyone donut was like, operations. "Fuck, yeah, you yeah. can buy donuts at the airport." <laughs> yeah. And like people were flying with huge bags of donuts from Auckland to all around New Zealand. Absolutely. Be like, I've travelled from afar yes. with this delectable delicacy. I have brought the foods of my homeland to share yeah. with you this bounty. Krispy Kreme, to their credit, have cracked something. Yeah, their donuts are fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Don't they're, you reckon? They're like at the risk of putting advertiser content that we're not getting paid for after we've been burned fine. so severely by Blaze Pizza. Fuck, I don't know who's on social media for Blaze Pizza, but they've been having a hard couple of weeks at work. <laughs> You're sh- not letting them get away with it either. <laughs> the shit they've been tweeting out has been hot garbage. It has been terrible, hasn't it? And does that speak to Blaze Pizza's customer base that it's actually perfect for them or are they just missing the mark do you think i'm imagining some 19 year old angelino who hasn't left their house properly for a year yeah who has to like keep this sunny upbeat disposition of like i'm a pizza company but hey uh, (laughs) uh, welcome to friday it's it's pizza day a pizza company but is this anything presented as your most exciting friend it's a fucking impossible existence everyone's losing their minds the apocalypse is unfolding and not so slow motion around you and all you (laughs) are supposed to do is send out pizza tweets for blaze your tweet's written as a very positive pizza. It is an absurd statement. Aye, if the Biden administration doesn't get those $1,200 stimulus checks out in the next couple of days, I'm homeless. Aye. But let's have pizza. How about a flash-fried margarita to celebrate? <laughs> Wink emoji. Anyway, they're working hard. Hey, what the hard. fuck's going on with um, everyone's, everyone's down on the laugh-cry emoji at the moment? Oh really? Yeah, I've been. You're you're kind of off social media broadly, eh? I was I was for two months, and then March happened, and I've fallen right back into the trap. March madness, they call it, because yeah. it's where Monty gets back on the Twitter pipe. But, I mean, and I'm tweeting out. I feel like my sole goal with Twitter now is to tweet out the most benign, worthless. It's really annoying me, but they get a lot of. <laughs> it's getting good heat. You tweet shit out now, and I see it, and you're getting like. Some good retweets and likes on there, and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> what Monty's putting into the world sucks. But it's kind of good, because it's deliberately no, it's undermining it's the, amazing. the thing it is. I got in a, a Twitter fight with someone yesterday, just a light row, um, because they were being a pedant and getting me up on like my spelling and things like that. I don't think I've ever sent a tweet out without a spelling error or a, or a significant grammatical error in it. Uh, and he was he was bloody, you know. I was trying to make a point. I'd misspelled some words. He was having me up on that. So I just started sending uh, Simpsons gifts in reply to his big, long tweets to me. And boy, it was riling him up. 
Oh, fuck, it's such a waste. It was like, oh, oh, a fucking Simpsons <laughs> meme gif. The last refuge for a person who doesn't have an argument. Then I just sent back Milhouse's <laughs> eyebrows going, Do they follow you? Probably not anymore. What? <laughs> this is like, I can't tell you how much more mentally clear and healthy I felt when I was away from this website. I understand trolling because there's a math to it, right? Yeah. It's about how much energy can I get you to to expend for the smallest amount of energy for me to expend. That's what trolling is. Yeah. It's going like, what is the fewest syllables, characters... What's the lowest energy thing that I can throw into the world to elicit the biggest energetic response from others? Case in point, Rob Schneider's special. Yeah. Asian mama, Mexican kids. Yeah. You know what that name means? Yeah, I do now. Yeah, Yeah. that's right, you do. And we don't need to talk about it. Oh, is it just the title? Or are you going to talk about the special at large? No, It didn't look very worked on. But then it didn't get a very big response. I was more thinking of my asking you about the title or explaining it to you. That is true. Fits your definition of trolling. A classic troll. Yeah. I, <laughs> I This is not worth it, but on a, I, I, the greatest thing... Don't I'm, say this isn't worth it on a podcast, guy. This is the most I ephemeral think, I think every podcast format. should start with this isn't worth it. It is implicit in the medium. <laughs> Don't ever say it out loud. I see. This is a secret that we keep from our listeners. Exactly. Hey, Tim. Yeah. I hope this isn't going into the mic. Hey, but... tell me a great idea you've got in your brain. What's, what are you thinking? Uh, me? A great no, idea? what were you about to oh, say? Oh, I was just going to say uh, the funniest articulation and example of trolling I've heard recently was on Alan Partridge's podcast, Alan Partridge from the Oast House, where he's dealing with a troll on Twitter called High Noon. And uh, it's just like a perfect, perfect piece of comedy that is just, that kind of back distills exactly of... what you're what yeah, you've yeah. been describing. Yeah. So I'm plugging another podcast on the podcast platforming Audible that you have to fucking pay for. Zoe was watching my wife. Thanks for asking. I'm married. Uh, Very nice. Uh, yeah. That. <laughs> she was watching Marie Antoinette the other day. The with um, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, the Coppola one. And uh, I forgot, but old mate's in there. Partridge. Yeah. Wow. What's his fucking name? George, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. Who's George Coogan? No one. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He's in there as like a aristocrat, some French aristocrat. How was the, the movie? Did you watch it or was it just Zoe? You know what, man? I didn't really get it. I loved. It moves so quick. Yeah. From scene to scene. And it, and it to me, therefore, just feels very frivolous. And it, I'm just, I'm a boring person, so I would prefer to know about, you know, like the actual... What's going on with yeah, the people, yeah. the, the kind of like social dynamics of this historic moment, which I know has been covered. The whole point of that movie you, is like everyone talks about that. So we're going to do this thing where yeah. we present Marie Antoinette kind of through her own eyes. Or Having like a some good version time, of right? It Partying. With contemporary rock music to kind of like give it this modern feel so you can relate to her and da 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 And you're like, you've missed an opportunity like, here for a period timepiece. What that about a learning lesson? Information. Yeah. What about the whiteboard? We're so different in this respect. Yeah. Like, I, this is what makes this work, I think. Chalk and cheese. You know what I'm watching right now? This is a weird thing for me to be watching. Just anachronistically, no one's asking for it. Silicon Valley from the top. Oh, wow, the, the popular HBO Mike Judge TV show. Yeah, which I think like one and a half people have been cancelled from. Yeah, I think that sounds like the right number. 
And then while that was happening, Kumail Nanjiani was at the gym being like, you're not going to cancel me. I had to look up last night. I was like, it is the same guy, right? This is the same guy. It's incredible. One of the first things I saw when I went back on Twitter was a a photo his wife had tweeted out of him being very muscly in front of some cakes. And I was like, this is all, everything's wrong. Everything's wrong. Everything's wrong. Do you know? I don't know if I if I should say this. Definitely not on a podcast, but I will. Um, TJ Miller, because he's been kind of cancelled, eh? Big time. He's I, been almost proper cancelled. I think. Oh, is that is not that, all the way to the ground? I don't know the particulars of it. Um, oh, well, this is this is not great. But he he serves a good purpose in that show. Yes. Like in terms of, I don't think he's acting very much. I think it's who he is, and he's pretty deplorable, but yeah. like in a very entertaining way. Yes. There was a real, um, I mean, Silicon Valley is pretty recent, but that was like, there was a whole comedy market for that. People wanted to watch grown men, yeah. like, you know, very uh, quick-witted assholes. Yeah. It's amazing, though. Even that show, as recent as it was, it is like stark, the lack of women <laughs> on it. Yeah. There's like one female character for all of season one. It's crazy. Well, it's sort of, it's holding up a mirror, isn't it, to the uh, to the valley itself, so, isn't it? Well, yeah. it, there's other people there, you yeah. know? Anywho's. It's good to be in the zone with my friend Guy. It is. I've got um I got the Facebook here, worst idea of all time. When I when I clicked over to go to the worst idea of all time part of it, it said you are now interacting as the worst idea of all time. And I think that's a fun coat of armor <laughs> to put on. I can't be held responsible for any of this. I'm the worst idea of all time. I'm not Guy Montgomery. I've got license to say and do whatever I so please. Give uh, me some give me some hot takes, man. Well, I'll say this to you. Mm-hmm. Dear good boys, I'm an Aussie who moved to the US not long before the pandemic. Whoops. G'day, Brucey. I'm going to assume their name's Brucey. Yeah, fair enough. And you two have kept me going through months of one-person lockdown and other questionable life choices by being the magnificent boys you are. I discovered you late last year when on another podcast, James Acaster answered the question, what's the worst movie you've ever seen (laughs) with Sex in the City 2? I started listening and never stopped for at least three months, partly because I love you and partly because your feed on Apple Podcasts is so confusing that I was scared I'd never find my current episode if I tried to listen to anything else. It's chaos. The honey trap. you got to love it. I'm all caught up now and just paid the boys via PayPal. Thank you for existing, you glorious fucking idiots. If you read this on a friend's own, feel free to say my name in a sensual whisper. Sensual. Fiona. Hey, Fiona. Thanks, Fiona. And thanks, James A. Caster, a guest who I guess used our podcast as a launching pad to uh, okay. international superstardom and success. Okay. I really should sort that feed out at some stage, Joe. Eh? Put it on the pile. Maureen Johnson. I know Maureen. Maureen's written to us. I like Maureen. This is a recent email that I've put to the top of the pile for a specific reason. Okay. I usually don't pre-read them, but I saw it come from Maureen. I was like, oh, better read this one. But it is it is scripted in true, like, you know, friend zone fashion. Yeah. My dear boys. She is a writer, so that would make sense. No, but, you know, it's not like, hey, Tim, or like, yeah, hey, guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, hey, yeah, this yeah, is for yeah, the friend yeah. zone. Format, format friendly. Exactly. Rough and ready. I've been a long time fan. <laughs> I've been with you for years now. I was first introduced to you by the creators of Welcome to Night Vale, who relentlessly encouraged me to listen, explaining the premise and adding, they're starting to turn on each other. I don't think they're okay. <laughs> that was enough for me, and I subscribed at once. They were right. You were not okay. I worried when Tim went to a party and sucked back a vial of something something simply called party drugs 
And when Guy fell off the top of a caravan and soiled himself, I listened to Five Hour Energy on repeat when I was stranded in a faraway city due to a massive snowstorm and was waiting for a flight home. Naturally, I've been in attendance at all of your New York shows. I remember fondly meeting you for the first time at the Bell House when you disappeared immediately after the show for no longer than one minute and in that time managed to get completely baked. (laughs) When you returned, Guy yelled jokes at the top of my skull while (laughs) Tim nervously tried to continue business-like chatter. It was everything I'd hoped for and more. At one point, I was even supposed to be on an episode. I remember this distinctly. Guy was about to come to my apartment um, when we had to cancel, uh, when we had a household emergency and I had to cancel. I was bitterly disappointed, but there was nothing I could do. We come to watch the first Sex in the City movie. I prepared notes. You boys had questions about New York publishing and I had answers. For example, you asked if it was acceptable for authors to go into bookstores and move their books to the front of the shelf or to prominent places on the shelves. I have this information. It's been a hell of a year, boys. Still not sharing it. No, well, we've got to get her on an episode. Maureen, you dirty dog. It's been a hell of a year, boys, but I am glad to know that you're in New Zealand, the one place that seems to be doing anything right. Here in New York City, we have, for all intents and purposes, been in full lockdown for a year. The most exciting thing that hap- uh, happening right now in our neighborhood is that a new restaurant is about to open and we will soon be able to look in the windows and never go inside. <laughs> it will just be nice to have something new to see. This means that we have been mining our television content. We've recently found and started watching the New Zealand version of the UK television show Taskmaster. Aye. I was glad to have more Taskmaster to watch, but confused and disappointed to see that it does not feature the boys. It is my understanding that you are the premier comedy duo of your island nation. (laughs) And while everyone on the show is excellent, two of the people on it are brothers. This seems to indicate that they may be short of participants. (laughs) (laughs) To this end, I have a proposal. What if we, your legions of fans, relentlessly petitioned the makers of Taskmaster NZ to include the boys in the next season? If we did this and succeeded, would you consider doing a second run of the Sex and the City Watchers? This would be a new chapter in your research, going back for a sequel. There's so much more to mine from the material and more to discover about about yourselves. And more to discover about yourselves. That's true. I believe it. Um, I know that we, as your fans, could do this. I know you've tried crowdsourcing support in the past, hashtag pay the boys, but I don't think you understand what an organized campaign of worst idea fans can accomplish. What do you say? Remember, many of us are not living in New Zealand and have been inside for a long time. Think of the joy you would provide for those of us who have uh, not been out for a year. How would Carrie and the gals do in lockdown? Please consider this proposal. <laughs> say my name if you like and leave it out if you don't. Your friend, Maureen. Real poison pill from Maureen there. Um, look, you know. I say do it. You say do it. Onward with the campaign. Yep. Do it. Why not? Front foot. They it. won't put us on. I don't think they'll put us on. No. I'd be shocked if they did, to be honest. There's a lot of very good comedians in New Zealand. And only five available slots. Yeah. Incredible that it's even it is it is I mean the I don't know that Maureen's followed the funding grounds of New Zealand television <laughs> I'm so guessing closely. Probably not. <laughs> But the timing of the campaign coincides perfectly with the announcement that it's happening. The second season, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, in and of itself, a huge triumph for New Zealand television. We do not like funding second seasons no, of anything. Right. What we do is we apportion a tiny amount of the budgets we have to 
see people realize an idea and then when the idea doesn't find its feet immediately and not enough people watch it, they say, never again. Enough. Yeah. Oh, it didn't work. It's like, yeah, you gave me one tenth of the money I asked for to make the show, and there was no marketing for it. Yeah, the numbers were bad. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. But we found this other show we're going to fund to the tune of one tenth of a proper budget. And so it and goes. And the cycle continues. And they become so confused and they wring their hands and they yes. say, We don't understand why TV's <laughs> dying in this country. <laughs> oh, God, as they chase themselves to the bottom with broader so, and broader formats. As people who have already gone to the trouble of going to America and failing to make TV over there, who better to turn your hand to in New Zealand to successfully help or fail make television here mm. than. The boys. Absolutely. If it's going to not work anyway, why shouldn't we be on it? And actually, Taskmaster Season 1 did, in my humble opinion, did work. It was really good. Yeah, it did work. Um, But if you want us to stink up the joint, I think the hashtag is TaskmasterNZ. Fill your boots, and if you succeed, we will... We'll wear Blaze Pizza merch on the show. We won't watch... Well, well, as... No, I, like, I'm not going to finish articulating the thought because the idea of watching any more Sex in the City 2 is um, sickening. It's good me. steaks. <laughs> That's, it's high but steaks. It, it removes all the joy from, achieve, or from doing something that you would love. Mm. And isn't that quintessentially us? I don't, but I don't want it to be. I was genuinely lost for words there. You really were. You're all at sea. Um, so I am going to read out a tweet, a twit, a twit, Twitter message, a DM. <laughs> You're all right, mate. Yeah, I'm fucking all right. Sent a Twiwat Pod at Twiwat Pod. By the way, the Twitter account is it's a great time if you if you're on Twitter but you don't follow the podcast, get amongst it. Um. We send out tweets. We have a lot of fun doing it. T-W-I-O-A-T pod. Yeah. Or one word. Like I said, twiwat. Uh, howdy, boys. I just listened to the Friend Zone 109. So this is a time traveler. This mm. person wrote this. <laughs> this is a time traveler. <laughs> Very good. Where are they from, guy? Uh, the past, the past, clearly. Yeah. Where you talked about the comedian in Wellington who uses tautology in her jokes. Oh, this was, we're talking about Clarissa Chandrahasan, who had the iconic... Um, as ASAP as possible line. Which oh my God, I don't remember this conversation. Are I, we just paying out local comedians? Or is it for great comic cha- effects? Championing. Great, okay. Good. Championing comedians and the use of tautology. <laughs> right. Some of my favorite ones to use, generally in an online context, but once in a while in person, if I'm feeling extra zesty, are SMH my head. <laughs> 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 and... R.I.P. in peace, piss, or pieces. (laughs) Hope you boys are staying frosty as you crest the summer months. And if you read this on the friend zone, make sure you say my motherfucking Twitter name, I guess. This isn't real, my real name. And that is from Bob the Ice Climber. I've got two big beefs in life. One is people saying AM in the morning. And the other one is when a movie takes a piece of footage that was shot at a normal frame rate and slows it down to slow motion. <laughs> These are the two things I can't stand. Apart from that, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. Pretty specific issues you take. Mm. Both sort of time-related in a funny way. Yeah. Do you feel you have enough time, Tim? Uh, no. I'm pretty convinced I won't be on the planet for very long. I really feel like I've... um. Do you think you slowed down the amount of stuff I'm getting done recently as well, which is bad? Do you think you're crank it back up? 
a third through your life? Easily. <laughs> half? Yeah, I'd say more than half. Wow. Yeah. I've always had that feeling. What's your end goal? The goal? The goal is to disrupt the fates <laughs> and outlast what was preordained. But I've just got a feeling I won't be here for very long. The winds of fate mm. blow true. But that's all right. I've had a fabulous run. I've had a great life. Did something good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been listening for a long time, but wanted to write in to say thank you for all you do. You guys have been my companions through these years, which distinctly lack precedent. Your spirals into madness during the first four seasons make it feel... I shouldn't have gulped right into the mic. That was gross. No, you, you did the right thing. Yuck. First four seasons make me feel a little better about my descent into madness and quarantine, and your master plans on your secret Patreon podcast make me feel much better about the future of our global economy. Basically, you two make me laugh, and that isn't easy these days. That isn't always easy these days. Guy, I wanted to say I'm sorry that the US was a huge disappointment for you. <laughs> was it? Could you repeat that? Sorry, I was I was reading ahead That's on something good. else. Um, Guy, I wanted to say that I'm sorry that the US was a huge disappointment for you. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> it's also a huge disappointment for everyone living here. This place is a fucking hellscape right now. I'm actually a bit relieved you got out before the plague hit, though the country is worse off without you. That's sweet. I hope you are able to do as much stand-up as your big heart desires now that you're back safe at home. Do you want to respond to that while we're mid-mess? Well, if you if you were a stand-up comedian, the best place to, to get to perform live in the world right now would be New Zealand, mm. arguably. In theory. So yeah. We just got locked down for like, a week. I lost four gigs. Yeah. No, five. I lost... Fucking hell. I lost three. Two of them were when, orientation week gigs at universities. Oh, fuck. And Are they not getting rescheduled? Not that I've heard. God damn it, guy. It's a, it's a real, uh, you know. I mean, I, but every, you can't complain, no, can exactly. you? Exactly. Everyone's learned it this year. Yeah, I thought I built my house of sturdy materials, yes, but yes, it turns yes. out, <laughs> why, why? This steel's made from cars. And this foundation is made from sand. <laughs> That's right. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Tim, I don't have as much of a heartfelt message for you, but I hope Zoe and Rufus are doing great. Are they doing great? They're both doing great. Rufus gave me a hero's welcome when I came over this yeah, morning. Don't knock on the door. It sets them off. I mean, it'll just, it, your appearance will set them off anyway, but like knocking, that's surefire. My appearance is in my arrival or my appearance is in the way I look? <laughs> your arrival, but maybe both. You're pretty tall. You're very intimidating for such a tiny dog. <laughs> do, you, do you think I should start crawling into your house? You grovel to him. <laughs> Get on his level. I'm super proud of you for getting into politics. It sounds like you're really doing some great work out there. Really sorry to hear about the weed referendum, though. That's a huge setback and super disappointing. But you're still making a positive change in the world, and that's amazing. Wow. Thank you, writer. Um, hey, speaking of marijuana and getting the fuck out of America, I'm finishing up my welding certification soon and heard you guys have a trade shortage. Low key. If I move to Wellington, can y'all hook me up? I'll take my answer off the air if you prefer too late for that in exchange I'll make you some metal art what are your favourite animals I hope this all makes sense I've proofread it eight times but sorry to rub salt in the wound weed is legal where I am and I am currently exercising that right as I write this two different yeah 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 anyways love you guys lots keep doing what you're doing and I hope you have a beautiful day you can say this part of my name love Ray she her P.S. When y'all were in Chicago last year, I saw you guys and you were amazing. I'd worked a long shift before the show, though. I was too tired to really talk to you, but I did pay Guy one US dollar for his notes from your uh, 51st viewing of Sex in the City. Just wanted to let you know I found a nice frame and it sits on my dresser. That's so lovely. Thank you for accepting my bid. <laughs> That's so absurd to me. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, swag. Yeah. You know? That's a great deal. So for, um, for me, the trade shortage, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know a lot about it, but if you get to Wellington and you ask five people on the street who aren't dressed in police uniforms, if they know where you can get some weed. I don't think that, I think it was more for the job. Oh, I'm you want us to hook work. you up with a trade job? I, I think so. Oh, mate, if it's weed, that's easy. If it's a job, give us a, yeah, if, yeah. if this plan starts to firm up, I'll. I'll ask around. I think ask around. You say, hey, are you hiring any welders? And the first person who says yes, you go, also, are you selling any weed? I reckon people who work in like panel beaters and that sort of stuff, they fucking got the hookups. Yeah. I mean, we did vote against uh, legalizing (laughs) cannabis in the referendum. Hasn't slowed anyone down. No, yeah. Incredibly, (laughs) people continue to smoke weed in spite of most of the country telling them that they don't agree with it. Strangely, this very agreeable plant <laughs> that grows so vociferously, the nickname for it is weed, uh, the lack of legal accommodation for it has not slowed down the consumption or growth of it. Incredible to make it illegal, isn't it? it you, were, really, you were telling me it's the 50-year really anniversary of the war on drugs. In June. In June. In mid-June. Incredible to think. Um, largely based on racism and largely responsible at the hands of one man. His name is Aslinger. I'm saying it wrong. Aslinger? Aslinger. What country do they live in? It sounds German to me, but he's American. He was Ah. born just before the turn of the 20th century, 1893, I think. A very traumatic experience as a child and then took it out on the world and got drug prohibition I understood 
Harry. That, that's his name. That Harry part Anslinger. Of, part of the reason that uh, weed was made illegal was because hemp, like hemp derivatives were threatening to... Take over cotton? Yeah. I think that might have been part of it. It was after the cotton gin got invented. Mm. Did you know that cotton gin is a contraction of cotton engine? No. Because it's a device that could, like, mechanically do the work that was... It's it's actually quite hard to separate out cotton mm. um, when you're doing it by hand. But when the cotton gin got invented, a little more money flowed into that industry and they started taking over other stuff. I think it was a lot of compounding factors. The main one guy? Racism. Yes. Overwhelmingly so. Against Mexicans. You hate um, to hear it. You fucking do. You really do. Okay. Um, I've got the... Uh, look, I actually... Do you know... What's the timer on that thing you say? It's oh, just 29. Whoops. Do you want to leave? Do one. I was going to say I don't have one. Oh. <laughs> I've caught up. Oh, shit. Okay. Sort of... Almost, I mean, I, I'm... As I say I'm that... I'm November on the emails. As I say that, I am certain that there were people be people screaming into their headphones saying, you're not caught up. You haven't read X, Y, or Z. Yeah, that's very true. But by my calculations and math... Have we got a good system going for the DMs and the Facebook messages? Like, do you feel like we're, we're not missing... I think, I think not a lot gets through the, the net. I mean, like, the thing is that there, are, there is some correspondence here that is not, it's not specifically for a friend zone, but it's just some fun fan theory. Yeah, yeah. This is from a Twitter user, Clem, and it reads as follows. Theory. Mr. Big is Charlie Kelly from Always Sunny's father. So you're familiar with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Sure am. So, Exhibit A. Charlie doesn't know who his father is, but we do know both Charlie and Mr. Big are illiterate. Correct. Exhibit B. Much like his father's big book of ideas, Charlie Kelly keeps a dream journal. It's full of mad scribblings and ideas, and then they've attached... Screenshots as evidence. Because then he wrote the um, Nightman musical in pictures, eh? Have yeah, you seen that episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. That is an all-timer, <laughs> just in any television show. Yeah. Exhibit C, they do kind of look alike. Exhibit D, Charlie wants a boat to do shrimping and catch uh, and catches river crabs. Mr. Big enjoys deadliest catch. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. I rest my case, Your Honours. The only problem arises in the crossover with the fact Charlie Kelly is dubbed the King of Rats and is known for raticide. Brady wouldn't be happy. Yeah, but it's like crossover, you know? It's like rubbing it's off on. pretty good. I love that. Pretty good. And Should then, we make that canon? Yeah. And then, like, we've also got at the moment um, a lot of people sending us a link to John Cleese and Rob Schneider's new film. I saw that immediately. When that got announced, and uh, finally the dream team of comedy. Exactly, that's what I thought too. Fuck, the mean, two voices that I'm desperate to um, see an adaptation of a hilarious Australian historical event from. Who I think actually we've had a version of this conversation before, but who's 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 climbed higher and who's fallen further? Like, is John Cleese doing worse than Rob Schneider is doing better? Have we talked about this? I might be just having deja vu. Yeah, maybe you are. I might be just having deja vu. <laughs> Um, uh, John Cleese has fallen absolutely because, yeah. like, he was at the very top. He was, and if he'd stopped, yes, he would have stayed there forever. Exactly, immortalized. Is Michael Palin dead? No, he's still going. Oh, that's good. That's good. Terry Jones. Terry Jones died, right? Yeah. But Michael Palin, because he pivoted into the travel show thing, like, yeah, twenty years ago, or whatever. He he's all good. Eh? I re- yeah, I like, read. That's a stellar career. I read one of his diaries, and he genuinely just seemed like a lovely. Hardworking, yeah. funny, and he's a fabulous writer. Friendly as well, family I've man. I haven't read his stuff, but um, is that book good? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you're literally charting the diaries of you know Monty Python's trajectory and his part inside of it, mm. and you know you you get to experience the inner workings of how the the creative partnerships inside of it worked. He wrote with Terry Jones, um, and John Cleese, I believe, predominantly Solo. wrote with Graham Chapman. Solo, Solo. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just making shit up. Uh, but anyway, I just imagine John Cleese even before he got into like kind of cancel culture politics stuff will probably have been quite a cantankerous. Um, personality. You remember he got reviled in New Zealand for something he said, which I actually thought was kind of funny. Do you remember what it was? Called Invercargill the asshole of the earth. He did that, but it was another one. Oh, what was the other one? So when he was he performed in Palmerston North, and he said, "If someone is thinking about taking their own life, but they can't quite push themselves over the edge, a trip to Palmerston North should do the trick." <laughs> <laughs> See, it's such a like it's it's one of those basic gags of just paying out a shit town, but it's done with such a plum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's done with panache. <laughs> All right, folks, that's going to do it for the friend zone. Hope you've had a good time. Yep. I sure have. Um, please keep sending stuff in if you've got anything to say. To <laughs> if you've our, got anything to say. Our Facebook page Tell us. and our, our Twitter. Um, thank you very much for being our friend. We hope that you're happy and healthy wherever you are. And, and you... we've got an announcement next week. Oh, amazing. Do we? Mm-hmm. Do I know what it is? Yep. Did we talk about it this morning? Yes. Oh, yeah, cool. And... Um, Huge thank you to The Shills for the fantastic new theme song. Hell yeah. That you can look forward to loving and then eventually just being used to. And, and then, then hating. And then maybe hating. Or some, actually, no. Do you know what? Some podcast themes, I'm like, every time I'm like, this is, I'm I'm safe now. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.